welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will be welcoming you to Liberia. When most people hear Liberia, what they know is the war that really destroyed the country and the fact that the president is a woman, you know, and when you ask them any other question about Liberia, they probably don't even know exactly what to say. It's just a war and the president, and that's it. But I had the opportunity of visiting the country in 2007, and it was so emotional, overwhelming, and exciting all at the same time. It was educating for me to see some of the villages that were affected by this war, the bullet holes still on the walls of most of the buildings. And I noticed something very strange, you know? Some of the villages had no young men, just women, children, and older men. And it just told the story of what they went through, how most of the men that were supposed to be there as the young men, they're not there anymore. A lot of things were destroyed and affected. But the first thing that I noticed was that regardless of what had happened to them or what they had gone through, they're still hopeful. These people love life. These people value life. They still smile. They're very resilient and friendly. They value and appreciate life. You know, they're trying to build their farming, their education system. They're friendly. They're vibrant. Look, if you love surfing, you will love Liberia. And if you love adventure, the authentic adventure, the rainforest is there. It is so beautiful. It is a place that I actually advise people to go to and visit. So before we go into the fun part of it, I just wanted to let you know some things that I learned about Liberia and some fun facts that you should know as well, um, because a lot of people don't know how Liberia came to be. Okay, so there's this theory, which I believe in as part of the history. The theory says that Liberia was founded by the American Colonization Society. There were Americans, a group of white Americans, including slaveholders, people who had slaves who were holding them. Now, these people purchased land in West Africa from some local tribes, you know, and they did this so that they would have a place where freed slaves could go to where freed slaves could return to instead of staying in America. And at first, people thought, oh, this is such a cool thing. I mean, these American people are coming here to buy this land, to help freed slaves, to give them a home and all of that. But they didn't realize that the reason for this was because most of these people would rather have this freed slaves returned somewhere, even though they couldn't find their exact location where they were taken from, but they just wanted them to be returned to a place instead of staying in America to demand for rights and jobs and instead of having the same opportunities as they had or instead of living in the same place as their slaveholders, these people wanted them to go to another place where they would just be Africans. And they were ruling, the American Colonization Society were ruling these people. They were controlling them. They were the ones deciding what they would eat, what kind of education they would have, what they would speak and stuff like that. So these people that came back to this place, this land that was bought, were freed slaves. They were liberated. I'm believing that that's where the name Liberia came from. The, the liberated people, the freed people, the land of freedom. 
that's what people know Liberia as. They call it the land of freedom, the liberated people. And they were liberated by the Americans who didn't want them to have opportunities in America. And these slaves were returned to Liberia in 1822. But the plan was attacked by a lot of black leaders then who felt that, you know, most of these slaves were descendants of the people who were really captured. So the only homes that they knew, you know, was in America. The family they had was in America. They were like generations away from those people that were actually captured. So they couldn't find the original homes or the original families. So the black leaders were not happy at the fact that this um, ACS, the American Colonization Society, they were not happy that the ACS were sending these people to a land that was strange and new. But the ACS continued until the 1840s where they went bankrupt. They couldn't afford to transport these freed slaves anymore or the Liberians as we could call them. They couldn't afford to transport them or feed them or take care of them the way they used to. And, you know, this really demoralized a lot of people and the whole thing went upside down. People were angry, they were fighting for it. And then all of a sudden in 1846, the American Colonization Society demanded that these Liberians, these freed slaves, should declare an independence and be an independent country and take care of themselves and govern themselves and all of that. So that is how the Liberian people started to take care of themselves and they became independent. But they were all owned, they were all slaves that were freed, you know, from America. And that's why, because when I went there in 2007, I was wondering how come... 80% of the people I met had American names. You know, they had names like Gibson, like Bull, like Bensi, and all of that. They were all foreign names. And when I listened to their accent, which I picked up, by the way, because I had a Liberian friend growing up, I listened to their accent and I realized that it was a combination of the American slang, the African slang, and the other slangs that they had created themselves, you know, because there were different types of people who were coming in, you know. So imagine getting slaves from all over the African continent, taking them to America. Generations later, you take their descendants and take them to live together in one place, you know, and they become a country. And I mean, the beauty of the story can be felt when you go there. You can actually see some of the places where these things took place, the place where the first returned slaves were kept, you know, the land that was bought, the first man that became the leader. And you really, really need to go there. It's amazing. And there's so many amazing places to go. It's a tourist attraction. I love, love Liberia. There's a place called Monkey Island in Marshall. You need to go to Monkey Island. Um, there is the Sapo National Park. There are elephants, pygmy hippos. I have never heard or seen of pygmy hippos, but you can find them in Liberia. Chimpanzees and other wildlife, you know, it's, it's just amazing. You could go to the Liberia National Museum in Morovia. You could go to Mount Nimba, the tallest peak in Liberia, climb the mountain, go hiking. If you can spare a few days, you can actually stay there for a few days. It gets really cold at night because you're on top of the mountain. Um, you could head over to Buchanan where they have the most beautiful beaches in the world. Perfect, perfect for camping and a lot of other things. And there are places to stay, regardless of what people have said about Africa and how horrible the place is, you will be shocked. In fact, if you want to understand more of what I'm saying, go Google these places. Google image them and look at how beautiful these places are. They are beautiful places to stay in. Places like the Royal Grand Hotel, the Mamba Point Hotel, and my favorite one that I have stayed in, Crystal Ocean View Hotel. It's beautiful. The food is amazing. 
They have food like fufu. They have palava sauce. Now, the funny thing is, in my country, Nigeria, when you say the word palava, it means trouble, but it's something else. <laughs> in Liberia, it's something else. It's a palava sauce. And then there's country chop. Beautiful. I had that. It was, oh, gosh, so yummy. It's a mixture of different types of meats, fish, greens, and they're all cooked in palm oil. It is so healthy. And you down it with your ginger beer. It is crazy and the cassava leaf stew is beautiful the fashion industry is growing i just love love liberia it is a place that you should go to i mean every year people save up money you know they look for places to go with their families for holidays and to learn something new and see something new i'm encouraging everyone to try africa try the beautiful africa yes we have issues yes we have places that are poor but trust me we have the beauty the nature we have the food, the fashion, you know, we have the markets, we have the museums, we have the history, we have the culture, we have everything that you want to see. We have everything for holiday, people who want to go on holiday and have fun. We have things for education, we have things for history. Even the archaeologists come to Africa to find ancient things, the vintage things. Ah, oh, it is a blast. I could go on and on, but hey, just check it out. Go on Google, find as much as you can. Just get as much information as you can. And I hope you go visit Liberia soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.